At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I am Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. And Amal, it's here, All Star Week. Little break in the action. Home run derby tonight. All Star game from Chavez Ravine tomorrow night. It's a good time to catch up with our friend Jeff Erickson, the co-founder yeah. of Roto-Wire. He's actually in Las Vegas, and he'll be in studio in 30 minutes to join us for the last half of the show. Can't wait. Looking forward to a tremendous baseball knowledge. He's got great insight, and I want to pick his brain on a couple of these races. Uh, I think the intriguing ones are in the AL Central and the NL Central, and, of course, the National League East, but I still contend the Mets are going to win this division. Uh, yeah, and I want to talk to him about where he thinks certain players may be going who will be buyers, who will be sellers. Obviously, that'll factor into the yes-no playoffs and division races as well. And get his thoughts on Juan Soto turning down $440 million. Well, I thought Washington put that out there to make it sound egregious. Mm. But when you look at $29.3 million a year annual salary, look, I'm not saying that anybody else would turn that down, but you know, you got to look at it from a perspective of the type of talent he is, the age he's at, and Boris generally takes his guys to free agency. So... I don't think it should come as much of a surprise. Let's use the first half of the show to talk a little football. Sure. Uh, we will get to uh, home run derby odds and quick thoughts on that before Jeff comes on. But I want to talk college football in terms of our first top five rankings this Beautiful. year. Uh, similar, but we have four of the five teams the same, but we have one different. And then individual season-long awards in the NFL 
to roll through there and see if you or I find any betting opportunities right now before okay. the season gets underway. So let's start with college football. And Amal and I are each doing our top five. Our top two are the same, Amal. We both have Alabama one and Ohio State two. Agree. I don't even think there's much discussion needed on these two simply because we've talked about this at length all summer long. Okay, here's where we differ. You have Clemson coming in third. Yes. And then Georgia-Utah. I go Georgia, Utah, Texas A&M fifth. I omit Clemson from the list and add Texas A&M at the bottom. Let's talk uh, briefly about Clemson because that's a team that I don't have on my list and why you have them ranked third. Because I think they have the second best defense in college football behind Alabama. Uh, this uh, team, to me, when you look at their front seven, is outstanding. Brian Brzee and Miles Murphy are going to be both be probably first-round picks, if not at least top 45 picks. Uh, elite talent back there. Even in the secondary, this team's going to be dangerous. Uh, I like them a lot. Concern a little bit on the offensive side of the ball, but Will Shipley should be better in year two. I don't believe DJ Uyunglele will be the starting quarterback for the entirety of the season. I think Cade Klubnik takes over at some point in time. Yeah, I just don't believe in Ugalele. I mean, that's fine. I mean, yeah, he had a huge game against Notre Dame in, in, in relief there, but nine touchdowns against 10 interceptions. Dabo loses both coordinators. Yes. You can argue Venable's the best defensive coordinator in the country. I know they have a lot of talent on defense, but the head man on the defensive side of the ball is gone to be the head coach at Oklahoma. Offensive line needs to get better yep. uh, if the offense is going to get better here. I don't know. I just don't think they're the proven commodity yet. They need to make tremendous strides on offense for this to be a top three team. I don't disagree with you from the argument you're making, and I think actually make a, several valid points. I look at the schedule, but I, I think it's just a weak schedule when you look at it. They open with Georgia Tech. Remember they scored about 8 million points against them a couple of years ago? Um, you know, at Wake Forest, they've got three weeks to get things right when Sam Hartman and come, uh, company come calling. We'll have an opportunity to see how good that defense for Clemson is in the offense, how well they perform against a really a poor Wake Forest defense. Well, the schedule's good for them. They mm -hmm. get NC State and Miami both at home. I think those are the two best other teams in the ACC. I would agree with you. I think NC State with Devin Leary, you got to pay attention to. And then, of course, Miami, November 19th. I think you have an idea of where that team's at. Now, I will say this. Remember, they have dominated the matchup between them and South Carolina, but I don't think it'll be as easy this year as it's been in years past. Make a number on the game at South Bend. Uh, right now, I know it's well into the season, but if you were setting a number for a game of the year right now, what would you make it? I would probably make right now, based on way they'll project it, I think they'd have Notre Dame as about a three-point favorite. Yeah, I was thinking two, two and a yeah. half. But I, I think it'll be close to a pick by the time we get there. You see this team losing two games. You like over ten and a half at I, plus one ten. I do like over ten and a half. I don't see them losing two games. Uh, I can see that argument. I still don't think they're number three in the country. That's fine, right? Yeah. But this schedule, boy, does it really lay out for them. Yeah. I mean, you get you get three, uh, you get these punch mark wins the second and third week, and you get Georgia Tech. I still think it takes Collins five or more years to get that program turned around when you go from the wishbone to a pro set. It uh, takes a long time for recruiting to get those athletes that you need to run that uh, a regular style yeah, offense. I don't know if he's going to have the time yeah. because they, they've struggled so much, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens going forward. And they lose their best player in Jamar Gibbs, who goes to uh, Alabama. Okay, you have Georgia fourth. I have Georgia third. Speak to the Bulldogs. Terrific team. Um, defensively, you lose a lot, but you start with Jalen Carter in the center, in the middle there defensively. And number 88 uh, would have been another first-round pick off the board if he was eligible. It was only a sophomore, so that's the only drawback when you look at it. Keely Ringo, outstanding, one of the best secondary players in college football. Tyreek Smith, remember the West Virginia transfer, led uh, Georgia in interceptions last year back in that secondary, liked them a lot. The one concern I have is, Mike, just 
a ton of personnel losses defensively. I know we sit there and say, you know, this team reloads and that team reloads, but I don't think it's as simple as that in terms of when you look big picture. I'm not comparing Georgia to people in the other SEC East or anybody in the SEC West minus Alabama. I think when you look at a national level, they're still a top four team, but their schedule is very manageable. Um, they're they're going to be just fine. I like Kenny McIntosh at running back for this team. I think they'll be just fine. That They're always good on the offensive line. They do lose... Uh, Burton, who transfers, uh, Jermaine Burton, the wide receiver, who transfers from Georgia to Alabama. Now, look, good for Burton. I think it's a prudent move for him with Stetson Bennett. Now he goes to Bryce Young. He's going to have a monster year. But, boy, that's a big blow if you're Kirby Spark. You cannot lose your best wide receiver to your rival who you just beat for a national title. At Kentucky, their toughest regular season game? Yes. Remember, Kentucky went between the hedges and... And, and, you know, had a couple long drives at the end of the game, but stayed within that number. Yeah. And it was a competitive game. Georgia didn't go up and down the field against that defense. Yeah, yeah, they weren't uh, moving the ball as quickly or as easily as you would have liked to have seen from a Georgia standpoint. Also, I think the fact that you lose Cook uh, in that backfield and uh, White, I think they'll have an impact on them a little bit. But I, I'll tell you what, you know, I, if you consider Alabama running back you or Georgia, whomever it may be, I, I think the one thing, Georgia is deep, Deep, deep at running back. All right, you've got Kyle Winningham's Utah Utes fifth. I've got them fourth. Um, I didn't realize you had them fourth. Okay, you didn't have Clemson on the top five. Right, I dropped okay. Clemson out. I move up Georgia and Utah and put A&M in fifth. I, I, I like this Utah team a lot. I think they're going to win the Pac-12. The fact that the game against USC October 15th is at Rice-Eccles gives them a huge edge. Cam Rising's been terrific. Remember, he came in, in the second half against San Diego State last year, rallied this team. And, you know, usually you see a bowl win or loss kind of propel a team or work against them. Look, I, I don't think there's any shame in what happened in the Rose Bowl. I think it was unfortunate they just happened to go up against a quarterback and a wide receiver. They're both going to be all likelihood first round and high, high draft picks next year. To me, this Utah team is elite. Uh, you look at... Uh, How good is Cam Rising? I think he's very solid. When you look in the Pac-12 right now, I would make the argument... Look, I know people are going to get mad at this statement. Caleb Williams is going to be a terrific player. But Caleb Williams is not as good as everybody else thinks he is at this point in time. I would make the argument he's probably the best quarterback in the league. I, w- I would say him, uh, Williams, and then Cam Rising, that is, and then DTR. Where do you rank him nationally amongst the quarterbacks? Probably top uh, t- uh, 12 to 15. I think they'll be good with Rising. He gets, mo- uh, I think, four out of five of his top receivers back. Yeah, they got to replace two... Two guys that got drafted on the offensive line. To me, that's the key to their season. Can the offensive line be as dominant? Can they just line up on fourth and one and say, we're going to run it right at you on their own side of the field? Yes, they can, and here's why. There's certain programs you don't worry about certain things. Wisconsin losing running backs and offensive linemen you don't worry about. Utah, you don't ever worry about their toughness. Kyle Whittingham is a guy that has built this program since 2004 on uh, on toughness, or I mean 2005. He, he has just been incredible in terms of what he's been able to do. Um, I think this team is really in a great position to win the Pac-12, and I think they're in a position to win and get into the college football playoff. Would you make that play at 5-1? to one? Absolutely. Uh, I think it's a great play. Look, I think they're going to win in Florida opening weekend. I-, I like them a lot going down to the swamp. All right, and now what the team I have that you don't have is A&M. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, stop. That was like Paulie <laughs> when, when he asked who's the third best team last year, and I said A&M. Um, you meant in the state of Texas, Who right? do you... 
who do you think starts at quarterback? Is it Haynes King? Or do you think the transfer from LSU, Max Johnson, starts the season at quarterback? For them? I, Connor Wegman's going to be in the conversation yeah. as well. Look, I, I don't like any of these guys. They don't have a quarterback. Look, this is the problem. I'll tell you right now. Well, you don't know about Haynes King. I mean, he got hurt in the second week of the season. And we, when we had Calzada or whatever that is that, went, that, went, that went to Auburn. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Poor Harson. That, that's going to end poorly down there. Well, let me tell you something. Harson deserves everything he suffers right now for allowing Tank Bigsby to go out of bounds. You should have told him, I don't care if you lose 20 yards on the play. Stay in bounds, buddy. Um, anyway, look, they've got immense talent on this roster. I just think they're a year away. I like the defense. You know the defense is good. The defense good. was the defense was elite last year. All four members of the secondary come back. Yeah. DJ Durkin has experience coaching top ten defenses. Did yeah. it at Florida. Did yeah. it at Michigan. If they can get any play out of this quarterback position, I'm not saying they're going to beat Alabama. I'm just ranking the teams right now. I think they're the fifth best team starting the year. Real quick, let's look at the schedule. Sam okay. Houston State, Appalachian State victories. Those are both at home. And then Miami comes calling to College Station. That's uh, a mismatch. Miami's not going to beat them in They're college. not going to beat yeah. them in College Station. I agree with you. What's then, that line? A touchdown to a yeah, uh, Probably about, uh, I'm going to say four and a half or Big five. Big game is September 24th on my birthday at Jerry World. Yes, huge Arkansas. game. Huge game there. That's going to be that's going to be a real challenge there. I, that's going to be kind of the where the rubber meets the road for both the, those teams. At Mississippi State, I think they can win that game. I, I do as well. Uh, uh, at Alabama, they're going to lose. Yeah. They can't, they can't win the West. Alabama's winning the West. No, 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 that's fine. But I, I'm saying their season win total is eight and a half. Um, South Carolina. Where's uh, four losses here? Ole Miss could potentially be a true. Uh, I, I want to I come back and visit that when we come back. I think I think they go to Mississippi State and win. The VSIN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now through the end of July. Adam Burke every day on Major League Baseball, plus all of our NFL preseason coverage, including Michael Lombardi. The Long Shots crew on golf. Wes Reynolds, yet another winner in the British Open. The full experience, which starts with the 9 a.m. daily email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly. Go to vcin.com slash summer, $19 through the end of July. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rivalry Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone is on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that step forward toward change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. This product does contain nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Jeff Erickson, co-founder of Rotowire, baseball, football, soccer, expert, golf on all things. He'll join us in 15 minutes specifically to talk about baseball during this all-star break. Amal, we left off talking about my fifth-ranked team to start the season, Texas A&M. Let's re-examine that schedule for their win total, eight and a half, over minus $1.50, under plus 130. Where are the four losses if you want to take the plus 130 on the under? Okay, potentially Arkansas. You concede Alabama, correct? Yes. Um, at South Carolina, will be tougher than they want. Ole Miss will be tougher. How about Stark Vegas? I, you know, you said they gave them, you gave them a win, so that's why no, I skipped I over I that. I think they can win, but it's I, not a gimme. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. With no, those cowbells? I, I, no shot. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on both points you make. They can win there for sure, but it won't be a gimme. So they got a th- tough three-game stretch, and then they go to South Carolina, but the thing is they're coming off of a bye after the Alabama game. That'll help them out. I think they close with four wins, and I count Florida as a win. I agree with you on Florida at home. LSU's at, a rivalry. They've had these these... These games with LSU that have been classic games through the years, high-scoring games, but that game's at College Station this year. I'll just say this. On the Plains at Auburn will not be as much of a gimme as you might think, even depending on where Auburn is at that point in time. If they uh, haven't because, given up the ghost yet? Yeah, exactly right. I, I think, look, if you like it, you got to lean towards the over. You can't bet the under, really, but I wouldn't bet it because I don't, I don't say that with overwhelming confidence. I think when you look at it, they probably have several swing games compared to other people on their schedule. If if Texas A&M doesn't finish second in the SEC West, who will? Mississippi? That Ole Miss Arkansas. is who I'm looking at. No, I like Jackson Dart okay. at Ole Miss. I think, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I don't want to discount Arkansas. Yeah. I think they can be very tough. I like Sam Pittman a lot, but I'm still going to say Ole Miss. Okay. All right, let's move to the NFL. Yeah. Bet Rivers has odds up on these individual season-long awards. And I just want to go through these lists. We don't need to talk about every single person of them all. But at the current odds, do any of these inspire a bet for you? MVP... Josh Allen, the quarterback of the Super Bowl favorite Buffalo Bills, is plus 650. Pat Mahomes, 8 to 1. Brady, 9 to 1. 
Aaron Rodgers, 10 to 1. Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow, 11 to 1. Matt Stafford and Dak Prescott, 15 to 1. Your guy, Lamar Jackson, quarterback of the team you think is going to win the Super Bowl, the Baltimore Ravens, is 18 to 1. And the mayor of Munchkinville, Kyler Murray, 20 to 1. <laughs> All right, let's start real quick at the top. I think Josh Allen has to be a guy you strongly consider. This Buffalo team is going to have a terrific year, probably looking at about 12 and 5, 13 and 4 type of season. I think Josh Allen's going to get strong consideration. He's a key catalyst. And the other thing is, Mike, I don't know if there's a quarterback that can score more in terms of that red zone situation with his legs than probably Allen. So he's a guy I would potentially look at. I would take away Mahomes uh, because I don't know if they're going to have the yardage on the deep ball. Nicole Hardman is not Tyreek Hill. How does this impact their passing game? Is the defense improved with Kansas City? I don't like Brady at all. I think this could be a slide year for Brady a little bit. Um, Rodgers, I think, has to be considered because without Devontae Adams, if he can have a tr- great year, if they go 12-5, and five, I think Rodgers will be in the mix, and we know he's not going to throw picks. Um, Herbert's got to be there. He, he's going to have a monster year. This guy is already thrown for 9,000 yards in his first two years, uh, off to a prolific start. Joe Burrow, I think, is going to put up huge numbers, and the confidence has got to be sky high with him and Jamar Chase at this point in time. I don't like Stafford. I don't like Dakota Prescott. Uh, my guy, Lamar Jackson, 18-1, to 1, I love. I think Baltimore's going to have a monster season. And uh, as you like to say, the mayor of Munchkinville, Kyler Murray, I'm going to say no on him. Well, you're going to bet five different guys? No, Allen I'm just Rogers giving you guys or- to consider it. Come on, give me a break. I only bet one guy. Did I, you I, bet Lamar? Yeah, I bet Lamar. I would take Rodgers at 10-1. to 1. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I don't think it's a bad play. No, there's no voter fatigue on Aaron Rodgers, I don't think at all. Uh, I think there's voter fatigue a little bit on Mahomes. Uh, Allen's is, Allen is too short a price to me. Voter fatigue. Everybody's been voting Republican and Democrat for a thousand years. Nothing's happening properly in this country. Let's De- go on. Defensive. Okay, I'm moving. Defensive. <laughs> uh, we we got to get to the home run derby. Defensive player of the year. Your favorite is Miles Garrett at plus 650. The best defensive player in the world, according to you, Aaron Donald, is 7-1. to one. According to me, it's factual. He's the best player in the National Football League. He shares... Second favoritism with TJ Watt at seven to one. Micah Parsons nine to one. The Bosa brothers, Nick at twelve to one, Joey at twenty to one, Khalil Mack and Chase Young at twenty-five to one, Max Crosby thirty-three to one, Bradley Chubb thirty-five to one. Listen, Chase Young at twenty-five to one is is not high enough. <laughs> it's missing a zero, isn't yeah, it? I don't want to go that far, okay. but let's missing a multiplier for sure. Um, I tell you what, the the interesting one to me is Micah Parsons. I think Parsons is one of the best defensive players in the National Football League. I think at nine to one, he's a pretty interesting guy to pay attention to. What about your guy Donald at seven to one? You know the problem is Garrett Watt, Parsons, the Bosa brothers, um, Mac, and everybody else on this list. These are guys that are going to accumulate stack uh, sack numbers. He's the only nose tackle on here. Think okay. about that. Okay, offensive player of the year, which I guess is the non-quarterback award. Jonathan Taylor and Cooper yeah. Cup, both eight to one. Derrick Henry, 9-1. Debo Samuel and Devontae Adam, 14-1. Justin Jefferson and Christian McCaffrey and Josh Allen and Nick Chubb, all 20-1. And Dalvin Cook, 22-1. I like Jonathan Taylor because uh, with Matt Ryan, I think Taylor's going to be very effective running the ball. Ryan won't turn the ball over at the alarming rate that Carson Wentz did. I think this offense will be pretty effective. And JT is just a phenomenal running back. I think you'd have to argue right now, him or, him or the 18-wheeler, Derrick Henry, are probably the two best running backs in the game. Do Stafford and Cup match the numbers that they put up last year? It's hard to do. I think it's going to be very difficult to do. I, I'm not saying they can't, but I, I just think it'll be difficult to do that. Coach of the year. To me, this is very difficult. How, how, <laughs> how, do, you, no idea. how do you handicap this? The only thing I would say is, when we look at this list, Nick Sirianni at 15-1 to is a little interesting to me. Seems to be a lot of uh, high hopes on the Eagles this year. 
Yeah, but I think when expectations are there, you've got to perform at an elite level, and if you don't do that, then it's hard to justify a guy being well, coached. Well, I think they, I think they got to win like ten or eleven games and make the playoffs for yeah. him to have a shot. But I just, there seems to be a lot of steam behind the Eagles. I, I would agree with you um, from that standpoint. I don't think that's a bad argument. But this award is like this all year long, between ten to one and fifteen to one, and it doesn't get down to the last few weeks when there becomes clear-cut favorites. Comeback Player of the Year, Amal. Derek Henry three to one, Jameis five to one, Christian McCaffrey and Michael Thomas both eight to one, Marcus Mariota and Baker Mayfield twelve to one. What's Daniel Jones coming back? Fourteen to one, Chase Young fifteen to one, J.K. Dobbins sixteen to one. Interesting, Mitch Trubisky twenty to one. I think Trubisky can be pretty effective. Uh, look, I don't think Trubisky's as bad as maybe you know he's been criticized for being. But I don't think he's just he's just not worthy of the guy that was the second pick in the draft. I think that's where the problem is sometimes when you look at guys. Uh, defensive rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Aiden Hutchinson, five to one. Kayvon Thibodeau, six to one. Kyle Hamilton, seven to one. Derek Stingley and Quay Walker, eight to one. Trevon Walker, nine to one. Amon Gardner and Devin Lloyd, 10 to one. I like the two guys in New York. I like Kayvon Thibodeau at six to one, and I like Sauce Gardner at ten to one. I think Sauce Gardner is going to be terrific. I think he's a really good defensive back, and um, I, both these guys are going to be helped by playing in New York. Now the Jets have to obviously be better than they've been, and the Giants also have to be uh, vastly improved. Offensive Rookie of the Year, Kenny Pickett's the favorite at five to one. Them all, mm-hmm. Brees Hall, Drake London, seven to one. Christian Watson, Traylon Burks, eight to one. Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, nine to one. Sky Moore and Kenneth Walker, ten to one, and Jameson Williams, thirteen to one. Uh, I don't really. First of all, I wouldn't take Kenny Pickett. Is he going to play? I mean, Ooh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we don't even know that. Um, I think Drake London's going to be terrific. Um, you know, I, you could go with anybody here. I don't have an opinion on anyone in this thing. I think you look wide receivers because you know they're going to get touches and catches and playing time. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. It, it, to me, you could go with a whole host of these guys here. Burks, London, Alave, Wilson, Moore. At the uh, end of Williams. the day, who's going to be had the best career as a wide receiver out of this, this class that came out, in your mind? Garrett Wilson. I said when Ohio State played Alabama, <laughs> take away the two quarterbacks, I said Garrett Wilson will have the longest career of anybody in that game. Okay, Amal, it's time to handicap the home run derby. Um, here's your odds. Uh, Pete Alonso is your favorite at 2-1. to one. Schwarber, Kyle Schwarber, plus 330. Juan Soto, 6-1. Ronald Acuna Jr. is plus 650. I draw a line there. I think those are the only four guys, in my opinion, that yeah. can win. Then Julio Rodriguez, plus 850. Corey Seager, plus $9. Jose Ramirez, 16-1. Pulhos, 25-1. Any <laughs> thoughts? I know you're not betting it, but any, any thoughts? I, I like Albert at 25-1. to one. This is home run derby. This is about, not hitting live pitching and running down like, the first baseline. He's plus two eighty in his first round matchup. I think with is it with Schwarber? He's it's a huge for a heads up heads up matchup. They they've discounted him like he has to run to first base yeah, every it's time. Exactly, he that's what I'm saying. I think he's got a shot here. I, I wouldn't discount him against, especially against Schwarber. This could be either way. Um, I just think the odds are a little bit short on Alonso. Uh, how about Juan Soto potentially here? Here, here here's your here's your uh, seedings here. Uh, Acuna draws Alonso, so that's the tough part of it. Sh- Schwarber Pujols is a huge price. I like Soto at $1.80 over Jose Ramirez in a home run competition as far as the heads-up matchup. And 3-6, I-, I think those are the worst two in here if you th- discount Pujols. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk all things baseball. Rotowire co-founder Jeff Erickson in studio.
This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports betting as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement at BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as a non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not valid in Mississippi and Nevada. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. For the very first time, our friend Jeff Erickson, co-founder of Rotowire, happened to be in Vegas and gets to stop by and join us at the desk for the last half hour of the show. Jeff, thanks for taking the time of today. Of course. Happy to be here. I want to start with this. Juan Soto, Nats offer him 15 years, $440 million. He says, no, thank you. Shrewd move for Soto? Well, it's Boris, first of all. <laughs> and it's the 20th uh, co- like highest average annual value contract <laughs> offered. There's deferred money, I'm sure of it. I know Rosenthal's initial report said no, but then I saw conflicting things. We saw with Bryce Harper, right? When he got his uh, when he was leaving the Nats, that there was all this deferred money, like paid up to 75 years. He's going to be dead in 75 years. I mean, it was clearly a deceptive offer. This is a, oh, we tried offer, so they have covered to trade him. That's what I said earlier. I said, Boris, they're going to take him to free agency. This doesn't come as a surprise. Staying on the Juan Soto theme, to me, I know the Dodgers are in play. Coming into the season, they probably have the sixth best farm system in baseball. I think if you're the New York Mets, and Cohen's got the money to do it, do whatever you've got to do to go get this guy. Because, Jeff, to me, if you bring in Juan Soto with Pete Alonso, I think Lindor becomes, Lindor becomes better. I love the way Escobar is playing. Uh, this team becomes really dangerous. Of course. And this is why Cohen bought the team. Yeah. And this is why we had a lockout. It wasn't players versus owners so much. It was 26 owners against Cohen and about three other owners that are willing to spend, right? Yeah. Um, and just blow through that luxury tax. He does not care, except that's why they tried to stiffen up the draft penalties. We saw the draft last night, yeah. right? That was the big deal about this. That's why we had this big fight this offseason. Uh, uh, we've talked about there's no Max Scherzer this year, no hired gun that everybody would want. Maybe we spoke too early. Does Louis Castillo get a playoff start for the Dodgers? He, it's either the Yankees or the Dodgers. I mean, I think the Yankees had a pretty good audition just last week, right? Um, I think he gets traded, he, especially with all these other pitchers getting hurt. Montas is supposed to pitch Thursday. We'll see about that. Tyler Molly's gotten hurt. There's not that much inventory out there. Louis Castillo has to be traded. The Reds' best, next best team is in 2026, so... They have to make this trade. I, I would agree with you. I think whichever team can acquire him is in great position. I want to go back to the National League East for a minute here. I still believe the Mets are going to win this division. Scherzer didn't pitch his best, but still only gave up two earned runs and six and a third and 11 Ks against the Cubs. He has been outstanding since coming off the injured list. You're going to get potentially DeGrom back, and if they go acquire a bat, how do you see the race between Atlanta and them shaking, uh, shaping out? Well, Atlanta's getting better and better. That's the one thing that we've seen that's a yeah. little bit different, that we've seen how Strider's now in the rotation full-time. Yeah. Austin Riley's on fire. Yeah. Took that whole, like, I'm spurned from the All-Star game, <laughs> even though I'm number six in NL, NL MVP voting odds right now, I think. But he's on fire. Uh, Acuna, getting him to be, so he can play five times, six times a week is a good thing. So he doesn't have these extended absences. But yeah, they need to find that one other starting pitcher, I think. And I think they're going to be pretty solid. So I think it, that said, yeah, getting DeGrom back is like, a huge, huge, like, it's, that's the trump card right there. 
Uh, another pitcher that I've talked to you about on the show, Phillies Jose Alvarado. Terrific stuff. We talked about sometimes he's not there with his control. This Houston bullpen, which is, is you know, Houston in the, in the Yankees in the American League rank, first, second, starters, the area, and bullpen area. Mm-hmm. I, I was commenting to him all the other night in, the, in that game uh, in Anaheim that they lost to Shohei when they had to do long bullpen. I mean, every one of these guys coming out of the bullpen has good numbers, but every one of them's right-handed. They really don't have a lot of left-handed depth in that bullpen. Is Alvarado to Houston make sense to you? I think Philly's still going to try. Yeah. I don't think they're going to trade away. I think they're going to try. Look at Dave Dombrowski has never been a rebuild for the future guy. So I think they're going to try to go and add another reliever. I don't think they're going to trade away. I, w- I want to follow up with this. I like Padres plus $3 to miss the playoffs. Here's the way I see the National League, the, the wild cards. Whoever loses the Mets and, and, and Braves is a wild card. Whoever loses the Brewers and Cardinals battle is a wild card. And then the other wild card comes from Philadelphia, uh, San Diego, or San Francisco. I, I just don't trust this starting staff. Darvish has not been great. We can talk about how good you Darvish was at any time. He's hit or miss. Snell's been an abortion. Uh, Cle- Clevenger, still not back all the way, right? I mean, I think they lack, you want to say they have an abundance of pitching. I'm not sure. The lineup doesn't hit. They rely too much on Machado. They got a bunch of AAA guys at the bottom of the lineup or guys that are lifetime 240 hitters in there. I think they're the odd team out. I could see it. Um, it's all about whether Tatis comes back and comes and is Tatis again, right? I think that's our really big issue here. And I think that the Padres have been mentioned as one of the teams that will make a play for Soto. Uh, Kevin AC, a great writer for the San Diego Union Tribune, does a, like an email newsletter all the time, and he talked about what they might possibly do to put together a package. They're not done trying. This is a team that is willing to spend. They've shown it. I don't think they're done, but I see your logic there. I mean, at, at three to one, I just think there's a play to be made. Especially there. when a lot of the other odds are pretty. You know, it's hard to find plus money yeah. on a don't. Jeff, I want to go to the American League in particular, the Seattle Mariners. I was completely wrong about this team, and they've turned things around now, 14 consecutive wins. But they're 20 to one to win the pennant. Do you give them a shot? I love the way Robbie Ray's pitching. Logan Gilbert is their number two. I firmly believe the Houston Astros are better than the New York Yankees. Forget the record. I believe if you said who's going to win, I think it's Houston coming out of there. Um, do you give Seattle a shot? 20 to 1 looks very intriguing to me. That sounds like a puncher's chance. It yeah. also, you know, teams like Seattle, they're always the year too early problem. We always right. wait until it's, we need them to show it to us. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Rays making the World Series when they didn't make the playoffs before. Yeah. That's, that's your example right now. Young guys coming up, all clicking the right time. Obviously, Julio Rodriguez is awesome. They need Kelnick when he gets called up to be anything good. I think they need one more starting pitcher. I think in a long series, they might get exposed a little bit there. Um, but I, I think it's like 21 is, accounts for that. It's built into the numbers, right? Yeah. Um, I was wrong about them early, not so much now. I feel like they had a chance to contend. In fact, we saw they were good last year. The problem with them was they were relying so much on their bullpen last year, and bullpen performance varies so much from year to year. So you, it's hard. You look at some of the guys that are performing now, they're not even like in the, the second rider wasn't even, isn't even in the majors right now. He was really a big part of them last year. American League Central, I'm sorry, Mike. Uh, the twins, I have the Twins to win the division. I think I'm in trouble there. Um, White Sox coming on, win three out of four against the Twinkies. The Guardians do a great job taking three before the postponement on Sunday against the Tigers, getting revenge for that four-game sweep in Detroit. I think Cleveland is being discounted. I've seen them as high as 6-1 to one now at BetMGM. Um, do you give the Guardians a chance, or do you believe it's going to be the White Sox, or do you still think Minnesota's got a shot to hold on? So the Guardians have a really good farm system. Yeah. That's the one thing they have over the White Sox. They have guys that could still come up and contribute. 
Twins, I think they're kind of borderline, but the, the Guardians have some guys that could come up. The th reason why we discount them, though, is they never do anything. They never trade for. They never right. go out and make that big acquisition. And that's, I think we like to persuade ourselves that we need to see that actual acquisition happen to, uh, to give them a really good chance. But I kind of think that, yeah, the White Sox are, we're, we're all waiting on the White Sox, yeah. right? I mean, it's always been, you still look at the odds, like to make the playoffs, there's still minus money to make the playoffs. I mean, I, I think that the White Sox would still be the, the favorite, but I don't know. Lance Lynn is not Lance Lynn right no. now. Yeah. One of the greatest stories that will ever be told in our lifetimes is how Lance Lynn almost won a Cy Young with one pitch. Yeah, Just just remember that. I think the Twins are done because Sonny Gray. Something's wrong He's with Sonny Gray. Four starts in a row, he can't even get five innings. He's like batting practice now. He was the anchor of that staff. There's only going to be one team come out of the Central, in my opinion, whoever wins it. So for the wild card, you're talking Tampa Bay, Boston, Toronto, Seattle, who's in right now. Are the Red Sox the odd team out? They've played 11 series against AL East teams and are 0-10-1. They wow. did not win one interdivision series wow. first half of the yeah, year. Yeah, we saw that surge, and none of it was done against no. the AL East. Mm -hmm. They had had so fewer games against the AL East than everybody else in the division. The funny thing is, the Orioles are right there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you look and you see all this Orioles to make the playoff bets now. It, it's pretty wild. I, don't, I think they fall off. But the Red Sox just lost Chris Sale. I don't know how long we're going to lose him for, but that's big. Uh, they, they went three months without him. Now they have cover to say, well... We lost sale. He was going to be our big acquisition. We're not going to go all in this year. We're going to wait till next year. I think that might happen. What's your feeling on Toronto? They're sitting at 50 and 43 in wildcard position right now, but they've been inconsistent. Berrios has just been absolutely horrific. Right. We had this discussion, yeah. I think, uh, with, about Berrios. Um, yeah. I think with the Toronto, they just fired their manager. Third competing team to fire their manager in season. You yeah. never see that. No. Joe Sheehan, my good friend, a great writer, uh, Joe Sheehan Newsletter, you guys should check it out, made that point that you just never see that in baseball this day, these days. It's either a team that's completely tanking or it's something in the offseason. They're, try they're trying to do a fire him up sort of uh, move here. They've got the talent. They just got Danny Jansen back. That's going to be good for their pitching. I think he does calls a better ball game than the rest of their other catchers. Yeah. Kirk can just concentrate on hitting. Yeah. Um, I think they need... Like everybody else, they need another pitcher. Um, they might need two. Yeah, Kikuchi's Kikuchi, not working. <laughs> yeah, Berrios, I'm not the biggest Gaussman fan. Manoa, number's good. He looks hittable to watch him in real life. To me, if I'm handing the ball to one guy to give me six innings, Stripley's probably the guy I'm handing it to in a big game. Manoa, thank me. you. Yeah. Manoa for me. Definitely. All right. All right, when we come back, we'll talk with Jeff Erickson about the season awards races. Cy Young and MVP in both leagues. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is serving up big wins with our newly weekly profit boost on all tennis wagers. Visit Bet Rivers or download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app every Wednesday to receive a 20% profit boost on any tennis wager. That's right, log in every Wednesday and automatically receive a 20% profit boost. And now you can even live stream your favorite tennis players right from the Bet Rivers app. Heat up your summer with the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app. It's a whole new ballgame. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with the Mall Shaw. We continue our discussion with Jeff Erickson co-founder of Rotowire, Jeff, Shohei Otani six weeks ago was 5-1 to one to win the AL MVP. He's now, you can find him anywhere from minus 110 to around minus 160 in different markets. Outside of a major injury, is there any chance Shohei's not winning MVP again? No. No. I mean, if he keeps doing what he's doing, I mean, he's going to be a Cy Young, too, this year. I know he's like third on the AL Cy Young list. I mean, McClanahan's first, but Shohei has been the best pitcher for the last, like, six weeks. He's awesome. The problem is he doesn't get as many starts. But when you can do what he does on both sides of the coin, I mean, how can you not do that? I, I understand. I mean, the, there's a team factor that's going to drag him down a little bit. There will be voters who say, how can you say valuable when his team's not within sniffing distance of the playoffs? I get that. But, I mean, just look what he's doing. I mean, it's right there in our face. He's a unicorn. No one has ever been like this. He was the unanimous. And, and I don't agree with it because I, I don't think what is the value between being fourth and fifth? From a, from a team perspective, if he wasn't if he wasn't on the Angels, they'd be fifth instead of fourth. Does he have to be a GM too? I, I'm just saying, I mean, I, I, it's, not it's his most fault. valuable. But but he was unanimous last year, and look what he's doing this year. It's better than last right. year. Yeah. Here's and, and here's the other thing. They're not a deep pitching staff, starting staff, which not many teams are. But this every seventh day, to me, he'd be more valuable if he just went every fifth day and didn't hit. He'd be more valuable just to be the best pitcher in the American League going every fifth day. Maybe, but there's no guarantee. You know, he had the injury history, um, and they have so many other needs to fill. You, talk, you want to talk about bad bottoms of the lineup there. Look at what they've got going on in Anaheim right now. 
I mean, it, it's ugly. It's really ugly. And they've had, and part, part of that's not their fault. Rendon got hurt. I get that. They always seem to get that guy that gets hurt, though, too. That They have a knack for that. I mean, whether it was Josh Hamilton before that, and that ties up so much of their budget. Do you see with the way Otani is pitching and on uh, six days rest and pitching on the seventh day that potentially we could see teams look at that and say, hey, look, this guy made 15 starts. Dylan C's got 19 starts in the first half of the year. McClanahan had 18. So it's not that much of a difference that if a team's got someone they believe has that type of capability but may not necessarily perform at an elite level on every fifth day or sixth day, that if you stretch them out, that would be beneficial for the organization? Yeah, for sure. And the Angels thought they had that, actually. Yeah. And they went and got Lorenzen thinking that would work as a starter. He got hurt, and he was, you know, had diminishing returns. Syndergaard has been okay. Not great. Not terrible. Uh, Reed Detmers had his, his, his no-hitter. Then he also had getting sent to the minors. Now he's back. And, you know, they've had, they thought they had the depth of talent. But the problem with pitching is it's so hard to have that, that number. Plus, now the roster sizes are back down to 26 as opposed to— and you're limited to—you're capped right. at 13 pitchers. When you have the—I think— if the roster sizes change at all and you get more pitchers, some teams are going to definitely think that's the way to go. Nationally, Cy Young, Sandy Alcantara finally has a minus in front of his number, minus 130. It's an interesting race, though, because a lot of good pitchers in the National League. Burns has been terrific for Milwaukee. Yep. Musgrove, 8-2, and two, has carried has really carried San Diego. Tony Gonsolin's 11-0. He hasn't lost the game yet for the Dodgers. And Max Fried seems to just keep getting better. But if Big Sandy does anything near what he does in the first half, is it his award? I think so. But, you know, this is why I was saying uh, off air, I think I'm very dubious of midseason odds on pitching, especially because so much can change. You miss three starts in September. Boom. You're, you know, that, that, that's going to stick in the mind of the voters, especially if they're like on the precipice of trying to make the playoffs there and he can't, he can't pick up the ball. Now, nothing's th- there's no sign that that's going to happen with Sandy. But at the same time, you, you worry about that. And if any Dodger catches fire, like, you know, more than that, like, Gonsolin has like the wins and all that. Some of the component stats aren't quite there. Like, like the strikeouts aren't quite there. You watch innings, him pitch. Innings aren't yeah. quite there. Yeah, exactly. And that was the RA goes over, too, with that start the other night in St. Louis that they bailed him out on. Yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Jeff, I don't know if you saw the article on ESPN Plus about Hall of Fame likelihood for players currently in the game. They had Kershaw, Pujols, and one other player who was a lock to make the Hall of Fame. I forgot who it was. Um, but they had... Uh, Miguel Cabrera and Justin Verlander at about 85 or 90%. Mm-hmm. I thought that was highly offensive. <laughs> I, I mean, these guys to me are Cooperstown, Cooperstown locks. When you look at Verlander's career and what he's been able to do, I get he may not get to 300 wins and that had always been a benchmark, but you look at the strikeouts and the way he's been able to perform, winning a World Series. And then you look at Miggy. Winning yeah, a triple crown. winning. Yeah, I, yeah I, I was like blown away by that. I don't know if you caught that article, but... I was just a little bit shocked. I said, look, Albert's been great. And this kind of uh, drives to my point of the question is, Albert's getting into this All-Star game. They're doing a legacy thing. Clayton Kershaw officially announces the starter. First of all, I think it's the right move at Chavez Ravine. And how good has CK been? I mean, the other night, I really thought he was going to go perfect in that one. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, we were, we had, we were doubtful on him a little bit because yeah. he missed the playoffs last year, didn't pick up a ball, I think, until February. You know, And yet, here he is. First start in Coors Field going nearly perfect in that one, too, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, he's been fantastic. Yeah, I'm with you on your point, Tamiggy. Absolutely. I think it's insane that he's not higher, higher rated odds. But then again, it's you lose a lot of money betting on the electric for the electorate for the Hall of Fame there. So I get it there. Uh, I'm a Reds fan. I still bet on, like, there's still that debate. Is Joey Votto a Hall of Famer? No, he's what? not, but he's going to make the Hall of Fame. 
I, I hope he does, but I, he's my favorite player. So hey, 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 Jeff, it's the Hall of Fame, not the Hall of Very Good. I'm aware of that. I'm, I know that. <laughs> Trout was the third. Trout, my, yeah, Mike Trout was the other one. Yeah. But actually, here's the thing. As great as Trout has been, and he's going to make the Hall of Fame, and rightfully so, Miguel Cabrera has accomplished more in the game. I mean, he 97, not, no, I'm sorry, not 97, 02 with the, um, was it with the Marlins? Mm-hmm. I mean, he was tremendous as a young guy. I, I just look at, the, I mean, Trout, Mike makes this point all the time, and I think it's a fair argument. I want to get your take on this. Mike Trout's a phenomenal, phenomenal player. When was the last time Mike Trout had a meaningful at-bat after September 1st? Again, I go to the fact that he's not the GM. It's not his fault. Hey, Barry carried teams. Barry carried teams. If Bradley Beal averaged 42 points a game, would he be the NBA MVP on a Washington team that doesn't make the playoffs? He would not. He would not. Great argument. Great argument. It's different sports, but it wouldn't happen. But baseball is also distilled into batter versus pitcher. You, You can do what you do out there. And... You add in the defense that Trout has brought in center field year after year after year. I, I think I'm not offended by Trout being 100. I'm offended by Miggy not being there right with him. I, I'm with you on that. Josh Towers joins us on Thursdays, and he talked about Judge not being uh, an A defender in center field. I disagree with that. I think Judge is a plus plus defender in center field. Your thoughts? I can't answer that authoritatively. Okay. Um, I I haven't seen the numbers. I can see with my eyes. He he looks like he's. Solid. He's not hurting him out there. And he's helping the team by playing center field, yeah. more importantly. Because Aaron Hicks can't play every day, and it gets Stanton out of the out of the outfield. It gets him to DH. That's a good thing. Okay, the division we've ignored is the NL Central, Brewers-Cardinals. Okay. With Hader. Something wrong with Hader, Ooh, right? Yeah. So, I mean, this Mental. is going from one to the other. If Hader's wrong, if Hader's out, if Hader, if Hader has an injury or something going on in his head, Shouldn't the Cardinals be favored in this division? They're only a game back, and yet you can still get plus 180 that they win the NL Central. Yeah, well, starting pitching has been a problem, too, for both teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at uh, Freddie Peralta out long-term for the Brewers. You look at Jack Flaherty out long-term for the Cardinals. Cardinals, I mean, who's that one guy that you want to take the ball and win a playoff game for the Cardinals? He's injured. <laughs> Jack yeah. Flaherty. Yeah, it's. I mean, is it Wainwright? It might be Wainwright still. It might be. Mikolas has had a career he's had, year. He's right? having a great I mean, year. He's having a great year. Yeah. Um, and the Cardinals beat you down with their depth. That's what they do. And they, they get these guys that contribute every year. Helsley's now throwing a million miles an hour. Oh, I mean, he, he's so fun to watch. I mean, he came up a while ago, and he was never throwing that hard. And all of a sudden, he's just aces now. And the he's kids awesome. they've put into the rotation have been decent, too. Yeah. They're, they're these spot starts. And they may continue to have it. But I think the Cardinals are a better defensive team. I like the Cardinals lineup better. And if the Brewers don't have the big edge in the bullpen, I have to think the Cardinals will overcome them. I could see, if you want to make the argument on no playoffs, I could see the Brewers missing the playoffs. I could see it. I mean, you can see the path, right? Yeah, I mean, um, and you look at, you know, they need Ashby to step up. They need, like, Eric Lauer to be the first two months Eric Lauer, not the last month of Eric Lauer. You know, I, I agree with Mike, and I believe in St. Louis simply because, first of all, I love the Cardinals defensively. Tremendous, mm-hmm. probably the best defensive team in baseball. But more importantly... This Milwaukee team, the other night they get that win, or I'm sorry, they end up losing that game against the Giants when Hader just melts down, but they get five runs that were unearned. Lamont Wade makes a huge error there at first well, base. Well, the Giants defense, oh. I, they, might be the, they might be worse than the White Sox. Yeah, they're horrible. And, the and metrics, a lot of it isn't called errors, it's just balls they don't get to. <laughs> you know, the advanced <laughs> metrics support that, though, too. I mean, the Giants just, oh. sir, huge turn. It's they're so horrible to this watch year. them play. Is it yeah. all Buster Posey? Did he make that big of a difference to this team? <laughs> I guess. Well, but that's my argument. When you look at... Um, this uh, St. Louis team, they're better offensively. Okay, I, I get the starting pitching you would go with Milwaukee, but, man, Milwaukee can't hit to save their life. Well, they need Yelich to be 2019 Yelich. Yeah. They need, you know, they don't have that one guy in the middle that just 
you're totally you fear. And he's unrecognizable as a baseball player to me. Not the Chris, same anymore. Unrecognizable. Nope. It's the All-Star break. Who meets in the World Series and who wins the World Series? We'll put you on the record right now. Dodgers and Astros, and the, uh, the Astros win this time. Jeff, it was great having you in studio. We appreciate having you every Monday. You've added a lot to our show. I love it. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Stay tuned to Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Up next, betting across America. baby and you're just lying there watching on the couch uh-uh that's not gonna cut it you need to get in the game with bet river sportsbook there you go now you're live in the action live in game bets live player props and live at bet 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.